Welcome back, guys. It is the Brothers Geek Out podcast. Thank you again for joining us. G-Man in Singapore, Kibler in Mum's house, London. Any exposure to my addresses, but it's been a, a nice weekend here, man. How you been, bro? You all right? I've been good, bro. I've been good. I've been good. I've been good. It's been a good, productive week. Yeah. Been busy. Uh, it's been hot. Just training, usual. Trying to keep healthy-ish. Uh, yeah, man. It's been good. It's been good. Got promoted at work. It's yeah. crazy, bro. Congratulations. I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. You know what it is? It's, it's my whole career has been like this. I've never chased a promotion. I've never asked for promotion. I just do my thing. And all these years, I've just been getting promoted. And that's like moving, moving to Asia to now, you know, what I'm getting promoted now and covering Europe and Asia. And it's like, you know, I, I have, um, people call it a imposter, imposter syndrome where I feel like I don't belong. Like I'm like, do I, am I really doing a good job? Because, you know, I'm my biggest critic. I yeah. criticize myself and I am, if people can criticize me, that's great. And I'll take that on board. Um, and I try to control my emotions on how I take that on board, but I am my biggest critic. So I'm always, when I'm dealing with my work, I'm like, did I do a good job? Would I handle that well? But apparently, I guess I am like my leadership team think I'm doing good enough. They're promoting me. That's good. I'm just like, show me the money. Yeah. I mean, look, man, <laughs> between us, bro, I, I loved, I like my life right now. It's comfortable. I know exactly what I'm doing at work. I, I balance my timetable where I chill a lot. I work hard and all that sort of stuff. And I'm just a bit nervous, like, oh, God, like, because, like, there's shoes to be filled in Europe, right? And that, that big shoes to be filled. And then also, is this going to affect my life life? Like, how much extra am I going to work? Do I have to work extra hours? So I'm all thinking about this. I actually, like, that night when I was speaking to my leadership team, I was just like, thank you. I don't know what to say. I'm kind of lost for words because I wasn't expecting this and I wasn't chasing one. But, you know, thank you very much. But I'm also very nervous. I'm, I, I'm Immediately, I'm nervous. And they're like, that's good. I'm like, well, look, we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? But, you know, normally people are like, yeah, I got promotion. I'm, I'm yes, I am. But, you know. You got to be worried. Because I remember during furlough, bro, I didn't know if I was going to have a job or not, bro. And I got promoted through furlough. And I still question it to this day. Like, I always ask my, my, my leaders, like the team leaders, like, what am I doing, man? Am I doing things right? Because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, like now you've got all these, I'm working with some big vendors and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you said, but that shit was deep. Yeah, because <laughs> like the product and get excited. And you know me, man. I just want to see the next Marvel trailer come out. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. That's it, bro. Like, you know, me not maybe not having a job to thinking about when the Spider-Man trailer's coming out and you're like... When is this Spider-Man trailer gonna drop? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna do that, isn't it? I mean, me, I'm like Spider-Man trailer, man. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And I'm actually texting my manager, who's I recently introduced to the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We need to we need to get him on just to see the 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 uh, to get a, a new um you know new uh, Marvel what? Cinematic Universe yeah, fan. I'm, I'm gonna see what he says because he texted me yesterday about 12 o'clock at night, and I'm like, God damn, man. I hope this ain't a work message, bro. <laughs> and he was like, no, nah, man, Loki's coming out Wednesday. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Hey, by the way, before I say anything anymore, am I on speakerphone? Am I on speaker? Oh, yeah, of course you are. I had to watch my mouth then. God damn it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Nobody's <there. laughs> okay, okay. You know the language just flows out of my mouth. But um, 
Yeah, no, I'm the same, bro. I'm just like, am I doing a good job? I guess I am. I'm doing all right. And I, I tell you something, this podcast has helped me a lot in talking. I still get nervous talking. I don't like it, yeah. but it has helped a lot. And um, I'm able to express things better. Like I'm yeah. able to just be myself and express like products and all that sort of stuff better, better. But I was talking to my manager the other week and I was like, look, you guys are so passionate about this job. I can't lie to you and say I'm 100% passionate, but I'm 100% integrity like I have my own integrity to do the best of my abilities to this job because I have a contract with the company right I understand this with this entity I have a contract and I'm going to do my best to fulfill my duties right yeah to the best of my abilities that's where I I come in I'm not going to say that I'm 100% oh I'm so passionate about this I'm not there's passion there but it's not the integrity is what makes me do my job and then also I got a team and my leadership team and I'm like I don't want to let you lot down. You know what I'm saying? You lot down. Me and the company, we have a uh, uh, an agreement. I do the job, you pay me. That's our agreement. But the human beings behind it, I'm like, cool. I'm going to do my best for you lot. And integrity is what wakes me up in the morning to do my job more than passion. But passion's in it. Um, so, yeah. So that's why I always kind of question myself. And I'm like, wow, did they make, you know, I guess the integrity, they can see it. And I guess that expresses a form of, passion when I'm on like meetings and calls and whatnot but I'm, I'm I'm more of a people's person like so I've said this many times on leadership calls that I'm I feel more successful in a day when I've helped someone out rather than a million dollar deal coming I'm like that's cool right and I see how the whole team celebrates when a big deal comes in but I get more passion out of the day and more help out of the day when I help people look who it is my hero Idris, you're my hero, Idris. Come here. Look at you, man. I saw the walk. I saw you do your one-mile walk. I'm so proud of you, Idris. Get me emotional, man. Oh, yeah. What's up with him? Did you just wake up or something? No, no, he just got emotional about something. He's emotional, but, but come on. Sometimes I want you to sing a song. Ready? Come on, Idris. Come on. Are you on? You're married. What's up? Sasa, miss you. Anyway. But yeah, bro, continue. I'll cut this part out. Not cut it, but I'll put something over. And then we'll put something over. Yeah. Mr. Idris's face. Yeah, of course I will. Idris, you're my hero, man. I, I, hero, Idris, you've done that walk. One day you'll understand what you did and who you helped out and how you helped out. One day you will, but you're such an innocent little kid and you just helped out some other kids who are less privileged. You don't really understand it, but one day you will, man. Mm. Right? And hope. Palestine. Yeah, oh, oh, you've done it for Palestine? Yeah. Good boy. Good boy. We're going to do one every six months, yeah? For the listeners, uh, we uh, interested in a one mile walk. He did actually more than that. For he smashed that his one mile in uh, Palestine. I'm gonna put the link in the description. The page is still open, guys. Uh, every little helps. Uh, but he was inspiring. It was emotional. It was. It was bro. We didn't even know we went through halfway of that uh, the walk, and we were like, "Oh damn, we almost finished a mile. Let's just keep walking." Yeah. But yeah. I wish I was there. I wish I was there. I can't even express to you how emotional I was, especially when we started making the little videos and especially with the tunes. It just hit, hit I know. my heart, the heartstrings, if that's what you call it. Yeah. 
it's so emotional and then I just keep seeing this innocent little boy Idris mm. and what he's done and then I'm just I just think about the innocent children who are being affected in Gaza and and and, and the Middle East and um, Palestine and that breaks my heart even more I mean I guess we get straight into it man because of my first topic was um, Gaza no, fights for freedom oh yes you're going to it yeah no you did man you were talking about work and stuff so I know it got cut off because he wanted to see you uh, yeah, no, I was just talking about how I how how my mind frame works with work, yeah. and and I, I work more on integrity than I do passion, mm-hmm. um, and I and I think my integrity um, shows a passion in my job. It so does. people, so I'm so my leadership team, they I think they see that, and then they they can see that I'm doing a good job, and I, you know they promoted me, so I guess I'm doing a good job. Otherwise, they would have fired my ass a long time ago. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, so anyway, from that, I, I, I got promoted. So, you know, nice. We'll see how it goes. This is how the next six months goes. I'm just going to do my best and see what happens. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's, yeah talk man. About, let's talk about Palestine. I mean, Idris did that walk. It was it was emotional, bro, just seeing it happen as well. You know, they, they like, he will know later on. Don't eat the packet. Get I say every six months, man, we do yeah. something with the kids. You know what? Uh, I, and get I, them involved. What you can do for charity, bro. Of course I can. Uh, a great thing to do for charity and, and for them kids as well. And I think more and more, the more I see it now, it's just much more. <laughs> I love his face. Go on, oh, ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Uh, so definitely it's something I think we should pick up a lot more. I mean, I think so. I, I Every person, bro, some of the people that came up on that page and donated, doesn't matter the amount, the thought and the process of going through that to do that. Some people just, honest truth gets lazy sometimes but to make like i remember the target was like 500 quid and you smashed yeah. it by doing what you did and then you know within a week to do 1500 quid i think now it's still people donating i want to thank everybody that donated from my page when i put the artwork up a lot of the people said don't send the artwork out i said give it to somebody else as a gift uh you know it's my way of saying thank you and i think i'm going to do that more often as well with some of the stuff i've got that I'd rather you just have it for free if you can donate to the page. Doesn't matter how much I post it out, you know. And a couple of people did that. Uh, so no, definitely, man. It's a good thing. Definitely. I um I I I was looking to 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 send money um some way I could help, I guess. And then when when I saw that and I was like, yeah, boom, like here you go. And I, I saw his target and I was like, that, that, I, I'll, let me just give that and um he tripled he 300 400 percent of his of his target and that's amazing the way people came through and and whatnot just to help people regardless of what you think forget about the political side of shit just children and innocent people need help let's help them you know what i'm trying to say um so it's beautiful let me put my computer on charge one second can i have your ice cream i'll give it back good boy but yeah i say you know every six months we try to do something and, you know, use the kids in the sense that, you know, let them kind of get conditioned to, oh, I do this thing, you know, slowly and they'll understand and let's keep doing it because, you know, you know, futures, you never know for the kids, man. They don't, we never know where they're going to go and kind of Im- embedding this sort of thought process, like they definitely get into a thing where it's like, I need to go and help people. Like whatever I do in my career, I need to make sure my mind's focused on helping people because mm. I'd be honest with you, man, something I had to reflect the other day. And I was like, why am I so deep into this Palestine thing now? Yeah. And I wasn't back then. Like, well, I mean, it's been happening for 70 years, but the yeah. last attack, which was like 14, I think it was 2004. Why wasn't I, why wasn't I deep in that? 
And you know what? I realized I was selfish. I was I I, I remember I had a free Palestine t-shirt and there was a couple of things here and there listening to Abby Martin and whatnot. But I realized I was very selfish then. I was moving to Hong Kong. I think that was all happening. I was living my best life. And I realized how I wasn't so invested then because I was selfish on myself. Or I was selfish. And it is what it is. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna whatever, but I'm glad that as I got older. I'm more invested in sort of things and in the world things now, however I can help, I'm going to see how I, how I can, but I feel like I was self, I had to give a self-reflection because I was like, why am I so deep in this now? Where was I, where, where, where was I all those years ago? I was selfish. We see it in that sense where, you know, we didn't have Idris or Alara around at the time. Yeah, I guess so. And, um, yeah, we were but yeah, when we were younger as well. Yeah, no, exactly. And we, but we, we, well, listen, we hustled, but we hustled in a different way in the sense that our hustle ain't, sh- uh, ain't nothing compared to other people's hustle. You know what I mean? Like, poor is different in London compared to is anywhere else. Mm. You know, there's different pores. I'm not, I'm not trying to discourage any because people are still hustling, but it's a different kind of hustle out there for people. But um, anyway, look, if you get the kids into it now, They'll grow up with that mentality of, I got to help people. They'll have dreams. They'll be whatever they want to be. But there's going to be a thing in like, I need to help people. And then we should, we should definitely keep that in their, um, in, in, you know, in their learning as they're growing up, you know? So yeah. it's beautiful. But yeah, as you were saying, guys are fights for freedom, man. What would you go? What Check it you- out. Yeah. Excuse me. So I've been watching a few, listen, I've been watching loads of stuff and, and, like honestly saying i've been watching a lot of stuff that's been happening in palestine and whatnot i'm not going to sit and say i've seen both sides of the story um i've seen some of the pro-israel side of the things uh, and my my only argument with that is like it, it, there's a lot of um lack of um sympathy for human beings if you could be pro-israel israel that's fine but the way i see some of these public figures and again the mainstream media the way they talk about it it's obviously blatantly one-sided, but what gets me more than anything is like you, you tell the story one-sidedly and so happily and whatnot, but there's no compassion for human beings. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the, oh, that's the one thing that gets me, that's been getting me. It's like you, you it's fine. I, I don't have any issue with people being that saying that side of the story. I think they have a right to, and it is what it is. Corporate media, blah, blah, blah. What, it, it is what it is but there's no compassion for human beings on, on that side of the story. But anyway, what I've been watching, I watched a documentary on YouTube, on, on, on Netflix uh, called Living in Gaza, I think it was called. But then the Abby Martin one, which came out in 2018, I think it was. Check that out, man. For, was it called Gaza Fights for Freedom? Fight for freedom, yeah. It, bro, I, I mean, Abby Martin was on Joe Rogan's show a while ago and they were talking about it. Bro, watch it because it's so... It, it, it really highlights the propaganda and then the war crimes, man. There was a peaceful protest. And the thing is, I never knew none of this either. I, I would listen to the media back in the days and just think, ah, oh, Hamas terrorists, they done this. I was very ignorant as well because I just listened to the corporate media. I didn't look into other stuff. Yeah. And again, people always believe if it's not corporate media, if it's alternative media, it's not true. I, I 100% disagree. I don't, I do not think that you can get the full side of the story from corporate media. And I do not think you can get the full side of the story from like social media. You got to both and make up your own decision. But anyway, Abby Martin, man, she's been on it for ages, man, mad respect to her. She's like an international journalist. I think she's a real journalist in my eyes. Um, she tries to tell the story. Well, she is pro-Palestine or whatnot, but she gives it a real, listen, it was about this protest that happened. I can't, I think it was, 
I can't remember the name, but anyway, it was tweeted out as a peaceful protest. We as Palestinian peaceful are going to just go to the borders and whatnot. And bro, man, the, the, the Israeli military were just snipering them, killing doctors, killing disabled people, children, uh, elderly. And these are all war, war crimes, bro, war crimes. And she was noting this. And you know what? She said there was not a single weapon. Any of the Palestinians did not have a single weapon, gun, knife, bomb, nothing, right? They picked up stones. That's the only thing they did, right? But the propaganda media was like Hamas told them to go there. Hamas sent little kids to go there with strap-on bombs. This is literally, bro, listen, CNN and all these things are saying this, that Hamas would send a little girl with a Mickey Mouse T-shirt, but she's got a bomb on them. And Hamas is using them as, as shields. And I, bro, I swear to you, before I probably would listen to that and be like, oh yeah, yeah okay, Hamas. I remember I was selfish back then, so I just listened to that. But bro, you, you watch this documentary, you're like this, that was a whole load of bullshit that the corporate media said. They had nothing to do with that. There was no Hamas militants there. And again, not any of the Palestinians had a single weapon on them. And they were being snipered, bro, snipered, using chemical weapons against them, everything. But so many war crimes are happening, shooting children. It, it was horrible, bro. But it was so insightful in the fact that you saw that actually that protest was a peaceful protest. And they were being snipered and shot and chemical weapons and all this sort of stuff. And again, they were killing doctors and you're not allowed to in war. Like, I don't know. Listen, war is war and there shouldn't even be war, but there's rules behind it. There's international laws and everything. All of them be broken. Is I, there's a care for human beings, but they, the, 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 the mental part of having to shoot a kid. That, that is like uh, that, whoever the person, and there's going to be many of them. And it's, hard because now that they have to live with that for the rest of their lives that you took a child an innocent child let, let me tell you something bro this is what uh, about that let me tell you because some of the israeli soldiers been coming out and they've been traumatized and whatnot maybe some of them won't be some people are just psychos i tell you something why i feel sorry for the local israelians why i feel for them They've been brain. I I, feel, I believe they've been brainwashed, and it's not their fault. I tell you something, man. A little innocent, because remember, everyone is born innocent, right? No one is born a racist. You're taught being a racist, and I believe that they, since they were children, they have been taught to be racist, and I feel sorry for them. Hi, Sasa. Hello, Sasa. And we do a little cut here, yeah. I'm gonna just put something over. All right. Hello, Sasa. Yeah, hello. Innocent child. Yeah. Look at these little, these little two. I know people watching and listening, you can't say it, but I'm looking at my little nephew and nieces, niece and nephew, Alara and Idris, the little cuties. Say it. Hello, Hello, Sasa. How are you? Hello. Are you better? You feel better. You feeling better? Say literally. Yeah. Say yes, Sasa. And why did you throw your sandals on this side, one? Could you give me a so okay? So I come back, Sasa. <laughs> okay, Sasa. I'll see you later. Yeah. Bye, Sasa. I'll see you later. All right. Yeah, we'll catch up with them later. But yeah, but honestly, I feel sorry for the no one's born a racist, and I feel like an innocent Israeli child is born and they are taught to hate and really be racist towards it. And I don't blame them, bro. This is what I'm trying to say. I don't blame them. I feel actually, I feel for them, bro. And I, again, I, I think that that government idea for whatever, I, I, I put them in the same circle as 
ISIS and other terrorist groups. I put them in there and they, they do their job of brainwashing innocent children to do what they got to do. I, I believe the same for, I don't blame the Israeli people. I, I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for them. And I believe that they've been brainwashed and it's not their fault because they're born there and they have, they, you learn it as a child. And, and so I don't, I, I don't, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't want to talk bad about them. I actually feel bad for them because I feel like they've been brainwashed to no, children. Of course, of course. And bro, listen, like it's a whole different thing, but you know, shooting an adult, I don't even, bro, killing somebody, full stop. Killing a human being, bro. Remember I killed a chick in Bangladesh by an accident and it traumatized me. But to this day, I still think about it. I stepped on a baby chick and it messed up my life, bro. A human being? Forget about it. It's meant, but listen, they got mental issues. Listen, and to kill a human being, you are you have mental um, uh, illness, bro. Definitely, and I think they 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 are designed to they they are bought bred with this, and and it messes up their psych, psychic man. I feel, person I feel for them. Has to do like murder and the rest of it. Kid man, like that guy would look through that sniper rifle, looked at a kid. Watch the video. Because they're, they're commenting, bro, and they're like, look, I'm going to get this little son of SOB, and uh, I don't want to swear, sorry, but they're, they're saying these things, and then they get the kid, and they're celebrating it. They're celebrating the shot. Ah, I got that son of a bitch. Did you see his head blow up? Child, bro, children. It's heartbreaking, bro. And then the other documentary yeah, I watch on... can't watch it because my heart... Wants- I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I, that's the tough thing, but it, it's... Abby Martin put it out there. She went out there. She's banned down. She, they don't let her go there no more, right? Because they, they're trying to the propaganda. They're trying to say that she's propaganda. 100% not, bro. It, she pulled it out there for people to, to see. And when I say see, to get knowledge, to, to, to know what's going on. You have knowledge of both sides of the story. You need to understand. Yeah. Bigger picture. The problem is some people don't want to see the bigger picture, bro, because they're still trying to battle everyday life. But if you can preserve the life for the future, your future, to grow up in a world where it's not like that, then we're failing. We're failing. We're just going to be in the same world we're growing up. But you know what's tough? You know what's tough, though? And another thing that I've heard Rogan say many times, and I agree with him, is like the regular person who's wakes up in the morning, has to go to work, do a nine, 10 hour shift, come home, go shopping, get dinner, come home, sleep, watch the kids. They don't have the time. And when we say do the both sides of the research, some people do, I've got really into it, but some people just don't have the time. And this is where corporate media wins. This is the problem though. This is where, because they just see the headlines and they're cool. All right, Hamas done this. Uh, they use shields, they use children as shields. All right, cool, I got it. But I don't blame them in a way because some people just don't have the time. So I, I want to call them sheep, but the truth is maybe in a way they're sheep and we're all sheep, but they don't have the time, bro. Think about your life, man. Like think we, we got invested. We get invested with certain things. We can really go down a rabbit hole of so many different things, but we've chose to get invested in this specific topic. But there's so many out there. And, and the truth of the matter is, bro, like people, people, some people don't have the time and they don't, they, no. life gets you, man. Life gets you where you just, and, and corporate media wins. And that's why I'm very disappointed with corporate media, but that's just the way it is. Like it's been from like that from the beginning. Malcolm, Med, what, Malcolm what, X said that what, back then. It's money, it's money, all about money. It's all about how much of course, and person gonna money, make. power. And, yeah. And all of them are controlled by, you know, let's be real, the US government and the propaganda with Israel. And it, it is what it is. That's just the way of the world. 
and and we know how it is and, and but the thing is you know I, I listened to a lot of Abby Martin stuff recently she's saying that it's working this activism will work in the sense that this year right compared to loads of other years because of social sharing and everything the protests have been amazing not amazing but as in like there's been tons of tons of protests not covered obviously by the media but anyway by social media and stuff they covered and then Bernie Sanders even though he's a basic president everyone thinks he's awesome he's basic which because Trump anyway he he still sent nearly a billion dollars and whatnot but then because of the pressure that he's been getting he told the president in Israel to like do it cease fire and, and we need to figure this out you know what I'm trying to say so Abby Martin was I look I, I messed up the words or whatever you gotta to listen to Abby Martin she pulled it in the way that the pressure is working in the sense that he caused that now then people are still not going to do nothing but we got to keep it going until yeah. these people are free you know what I'm saying so we we can't forget we can't forget we can't never let another let another attack happen and uh we got to keep speaking up and using social sharing to spread the media and also you know you know the Palestinians, they have, um, for now, they got phones, they got cameras. I don't know what data and all that stuff looks like, obviously, but they can share it directly from then. So, you know, one of the things I wonder if, if we can donate or whatnot is technology and SIM cards to like just record it or show it to the world. And that's been working. So hopefully they don't get blocked off from technology so we don't see what's going on, you know, because they've been able to share that. So that's another great thing about technology. They've been actually able to share that. So I hope some of the donation things, even though food, shelter, all that stuff is important, but technology, I think will be good as well, just so they can show it live. Like, look at this. This is what's happening live. There's no propaganda here. This is live television. So, yeah, but watch that out, man. Please do watch Abby Martin. One. And also, YouTube don't allow you to share it directly. Like, no, there's no share button. You have to, you have to literally type it in and find it. And I had to share it by voice or message. So, guys, you got to type it in into course, YouTube. Course, it would be, isn't it? It would be that way. It would be that yeah. way. Such a shame, man. Such a shame. To have a good message come across, you have to do twice as much work. But anything bad and negative, you give that to you with oh. the button. Oh, easy. Easy. You know, I'm trying to say easy. And again, it's innocent human being. Forget about if you want a you know, good message, bad message. When innocent human beings are being murdered and killed, then that should be all over the place. It doesn't matter what side you think. Even if, like, again, I keep saying, even if you're pro-Israel, it doesn't matter. You should be like, cool, we shouldn't be killing them. Let's figure out something else. Like, I'm going to support my country, Israel, but innocent human beings are dying. Let's figure out. Oh, man. Uh, I think I need to get a guest on this and talk more about it. So I'm going to try and see who I can find and just talk about it and have a civil conversation about it. Try and, you know, we need to start a healing process with people as well, man. People are, people need to, I know the matrix tells people to open their eyes and take the red pill. It's time <laughs> take that pill, man. Choke on it. You know what I mean? Look what's happening <laughs> in the world. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's something, you know, we're going to be looking at our nieces and nephews and kids and, you know, I don't want them to be in that position where they still have to see and listen to stuff like this. I thought we went past this, man. Second, first, second, Vietnam, you know, all these random basic things for no reason, you know, civil wars, all of this, you know, Africa, Burma, all of these places that are having civil wars and stuff, man. Like, Shit, man, when did it become so bad? 
nah, nah, nah. It's always been like that, man. We're humans, bro. We are barbarians. And <laughs> when it comes to power and all that sort of stuff, that's what we've, it's embedded in our DNA. Listen, it, we're much better than we were back, back in the days. Could you imagine being around in the Genghis Khan times, bro? Me sitting here in Singapore and Genghis Khan's army is out there. I'm like, bro, forget about it, man. <laughs> how scared you might want you be, but... I think it's been like that from the day of time. We're just human beings. It is what it is. I think we are getting better as human beings, but we're so, so faulty still. So there's so much more to go and hopefully the future generations will get better and better. But, you know, um, you know, we just got to rely on the future generations and we're doing better. Like I say, man, stuff like Martin Luther King and, and, and Malcolm X, for example, done for um, black people back then, I think is, is making an impact now. And stuff that people are doing now will make an impact to the next generation. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it didn't have immediate effects, or it might have had a little bit of immediate effects, but I think the wide range of effects it trickles down throughout years. So it's about doing stuff now for obviously the future. Nothing, I don't think nothing will ever change right now with a finger click. Oh, but no. it's about making all these noises. So hopefully in five, 10 years' time, 20, 30 years' time, Palestine will be free finally, right? The world will finally see. Because, bro, when most of the world sees it, you can't deny it. You can't deny it. When, when they see it through the proper media or, or alternative media, however you want to call it, or you can't deny it. Like, you know what I mean? BBC, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, all of them, you can't be like, oh, they're, you, you'll be like, oh, you guys failed. And this is where, this is where I believe... Um, this is why podcasts and Joe Rogan and these shows get way more views than, than proper news publications because they're failing as journalism. You give one yeah. side of the story, yeah. you're, you're yeah. trying to propaganda and whatnot and all this sort of stuff. The world's going to know and they'll be like, you know what? I don't believe you no more because you failed me as a journalist. You failed me as a corporate media. It's going to happen. I feel like it's going to happen. That's why all these clickbait titles and all this sort of stuff. Listen, I work in that industry, man. Shit. Like, you know, I'm gonna get fired. I just got promoted. I got fire my ass. <laughs> you gotta be mindful on how you say it because there is a lot of journalists out there, bro. But again, this is their bread money. They need to eat. They need to survive. Of course, yeah. if you have a heart, then it's not your type of job. Because if you think you're gonna be a journalist to make a difference, and you're working for larger corporations, then I'm sorry, you have to follow but the narrative. You have to follow the narrative. But if you are doing it, because there's a there's a company here called Double Down News, which I listen to a lot and, and watch their YouTube channel and their Instagram page. And they are like real news, you know. They tell you how it is. And they that's what they want to push out. And, you know, it's obstructed by the larger corporations because people are slowly moving to that, bro. Our generation now, who watches the news, bro? You got some fake death tolls going up because you're just adding all the numbers up because of coronavirus. We got a government we don't trust because when coronavirus started kicking off, if you didn't give the simple facts to the people, nobody knows what the hell is going on. I'm not watching the news. I never read the newspaper, bro. I don't read Apple News or watch anything. I don't watch none of that. I watch what people are sending me or I'm seeing on social media myself. You know what I mean? Because... All those corporations are not going to do that, man. Because you've got yeah. everyday but, shit, which I don't want yeah. I using that terminology. Uh, you've got the everyday person who doesn't have time that is going to feed off that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this is where, again, we have to be careful with social media news because it can be fake. So there is a lot of fake news coming from yeah. social media, but not all of it. This is what I'm trying to say. So 
you know, I've heard a couple of statements saying, oh, you can't learn everything from social media. That is true. 100% true. No, no, no. You can't learn everything. But also the corporate media cannot also teach you everything. That is also true. They're always going to be one-sided as well. So it's up to you to go do it. Listen, they probably didn't think with the internet. They probably thought, shit, like, because we, we have the world right here. Right, freaking, we're cyborgs, bro. We just instead of in our head, we got it on on our phones. Right, we got access to all information on our phones now. Right, so you know maybe these big corporations didn't think, oh shit, if the World Wide Web goes out there, people are gonna start doing their own research. A lot of people don't. Remember, there's too many people. They got too much shit to do, so they don't. But a lot of people do. And as time goes on, and as information gets easier to access, it's going to be um, the, the the regular people are gonna are gonna catch on. Hello, Sasa. What are you doing, Sas? Oh. What are you doing? What's oh. up, Idris? Oh, you just block you just block, block your sister out of the way. What's up, Idris? <laughs> he always follows her. I feel like he follows her all the time. He does, he does, he does, he does, he does. Uh, all right, cool, man. I don't, I don't want to dwell on that for too long. I know it's quite a touchy subject for a lot of people. I want to thank the listeners that have recently commented on our previous videos and getting in contact with us on like Instagram and uh, Twitter and like really interested in the topics that we speak about recently. And we have have one brother from Egypt who's really excited to get us on a podcast, but because of timing, it's been very hard, but I'm hoping to get on there soon. Uh, you need to get him on ours as well. You need to do a little session with him as well. I will do, I will do. Uh, but we could... Uh, yeah, definitely. Guys, if, if you guys have got something you guys want us to discuss about, then comment below and, and, and we'll do our best to get on to the next show. And remember, Gilman said a couple of weeks ago, ask us some questions, you know, what was it? Regarding like just anything and we will give anything, you that. Yeah, geeky yeah. stuff, right? We'll give our thoughts, I guess. We'll give you our thoughts on regardless of what it is. But uh, yeah, let's go, man. It's been another interesting week in the geeky world news, bro. Uh, yeah. I'm going to just so, plug in. Make sure you check us out on other social platforms, guys. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So make sure you check us out there. You can follow us there. All the links are at the bottom. Uh, I've changed a lot of things. So we're on all streaming platforms. I'm not going to say all of them. It's all listed at the bottom. So you guys- We need to do see if we could do these little clips on Twitch. Uh, the gaming ones are there. But let's see if we could... Because you can do these sort of streaming things through Twitch as well, man. And so let's try and get one of the... Yeah, look into it because... Um, uh, Fat Man Beyond I was listening to them And they also do live stream When they're doing their live streaming It streams through Twitch Facebook YouTube All that stuff So Yeah we need uh, to Yeah bro Yeah so the gaming stuff Is up there But yeah take a look I, I'll try and take a look But I, I don't know how to upload a video It just looks like you just Record it straight But we'll yeah. figure it out And see I'll how we can link it I'll try and figure it out And try and work on it But uh, yes As we said There has been loads of Geeky news Going on this week Let's jump on uh, The first one bro Thor Love and Thunder Wraps up filming with skinny leg four. <laughs> he got me leg day. Picture one time though. And the other one, the previous one with the I think is it his son? He's wearing a red. So. Yeah. yeah. Legs are like sticks. It's like, come on, man. You missed that leg day, bros. Even though you look proper <laughs> hands, bro. Bro, this new image that came out, he looks jacked, bro. He's in great shape. Upper body, great shape. Uh, a wrestler from WWF days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his long hair, well, yeah, yeah, like an Ultimate Warrior type. Yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
he looks jacked and I'm looking forward to this movie because I I mean what Watiti Tatiti or whatever his name is saying some amazing things saying it's one of the wildest things he's ever made and all this sort of stuff so I'm so looking forward to that and I'm sure it's going to be awesome and Thor looks jacked oh my god but good shape specimen good to see Thor's journey continue uh, he's like one of the original Avengers that's still going so it's it's quite nice to have somebody familiar still there. You know what I mean? Yeah, we need that. I admit, I miss, I'm going to miss Steve and Tony still, no matter what. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Friends reunion. Did you watch it? Did you watch? Did you watch it? I watched it. Yeah. Um, I've got 20 minutes left, but I mean, how, what do you think? Well, it's just a catch up, isn't it? It's just like them catching up and going through old things and catching up on old times and the old show and stuff. So that was that was nice. You didn't hit me as hard as uh, the Fresh Prince of Ballet one. I didn't watch that one, you know. I didn't because that was on over Zoom. That was a Zoom one, right? It wasn't actually in person, was it? It was in person, like that. Oh, sh- you know what? I failed. I need to go and watch it. I need to find it and watch it. Yeah, man, that I don't know because of the family dynamics in that one, and what we watched. Because remember, we used to come back from school. We used to watch that cartoon called Eon Flux, and then oh my god, oh my god, and then. Fresh Prince would start. 6.30. I think it was on 6.30. Yeah, yeah, 6.30. And then Fresh Prince. But then, you know, overall, bro, there's not a day or a year gone by that we still don't watch. Like, I can sit down and watch an episode still. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean... It was quite nice to see them together. There was some banter, but did you feel like Matthew Perry's... The actor Matthew Perry didn't have much to say? Yeah, he seemed a bit off, right? I mean, I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know how his life turned. There was a couple of things where he was a bit depressed and whatnot, I think. I, yeah. I think so. Maybe I'm making stuff up. But yeah, it, it kind of felt like, yeah, he didn't have much to say. Maybe he didn't want to say nothing. He cracked a little jokes here and there. But um, yeah, I need to watch the first Prince one. I mean, I, I, I listen, I always used to watch Friends and it was emotional, but I wasn't emotionally attached as I was with Fresh Prince because we watched Fresh Prince from before uh, we got into um, Friends. But um, yeah, I still enjoyed it, man. It was still good. It's still good to see him. Listen, man, I, you know, in, in 20 years time, if they do like an Avengers get together or something, that would get me. You know what I'm saying? That would get me. So that that would definitely uh, a, a, a one to watch. But no, so far, I'm still going to finish it off. Uh, like, it's nice to see, I suppose, for viewers to see them come back after 17 years, sit in the same room looking at old things it's going to be emotional because a lot of people have good connections with it as you saw yeah around the whole world bro like what this one program did you know that indian guy where his dad was losing and you know watching an episode of friends you know he was in dark place you know it, it relates to people bro and if something can relate to you like how the marvel and the dc world and comic books have related to us because the way i see it is you know it's that's, that's, you know, it's an interpretation of, of, of you and your friends or something that you've gone through or, you know, it's something that somebody will really enjoy. I mean, we watch, I, like, I, I was thinking about that the other day, somebody asked me a question, like, what is it about the, that, this world, this, this fantasy world that you love so much about? And, and I was like about, you know, each character's strength. You know, each character I've gone through the most, you know, darkest places and gone through the harshest things but came out winning they're still struggling they're gonna have a a struggle each day but they came out winning i mean that shows you like for batman his true uh, willpower his sheer willpower 
to continue after beat down after beat down after beat down but he he has this stern uh thing that he wants uh you know i'm not going to kill nobody because he's still a human being he he needs to know that he can better himself because if i can better myself after what i've gone through i don't want nobody else to go through that even if it is his arch enemy you know what i mean yes there's mm. some cases he had to pull the trigger and somebody had to lose but you know you know you, you talk about cap and you take his superpowers away the person is you know tony troubled fella selfish guy it's a game saves the whole universe bro so it. it's little things we take from that because we know that on a daily struggle what we do you know we look at our parents we look at you know ourselves we find those things i say i find these connections you know i see dr strange i don't see his mystical powers i see a arrogant cocky dude that suddenly opened his eyes up to the world and see what he can do as a human to help people and at the again but these are guys that's trying to save humanity you know what I mean? So when you see like real world issues, like what's happening in Gaza at the moment now, in Palestine right now, you look to these things and I'm saying, man, you got these characters, some of them are aliens, man, they don't even look like us, you know? And they just want peace. They, they want to make the world a better place. Where you've got somebody like, you know, the character Kaleo, raised by humans, you know, he knows he's alien. He just wants to do better. He wants to be better. He wants to make the right decision. You know, but in the process, you know, he gets backfired by, we would see it as negative thoughts or stress or life. They've just interpreted it in different ways in the comic book. So, uh, mm. yeah, that's how our connection is when it comes to stuff like yeah, that. Man, no but doubt. Really, stories of hope. I love stories of hope. I love all of those because there's stories of hope. And I love it in real life as well. Like, I, I, I listen to Rogan's podcast all the time and he has all these great people on there that have, who are real life you do amazing things and you're like wow that's amazing i love to hear when someone's failed and everything's going wrong yeah. and then they lift themselves up and they make it i love i love i love that kind of story that's more inspiring than anything a failure story to a success even if they didn't succeed or they succeeded up to a level or they just you know they didn't give up that's where you know, it's not fail, man. If you try, then it's not fail. And I love those sort of stories. I love hearing that when people just do that. So those are my favorite. And that's why I feel like these comic book movies and comic books have that element to it. Yeah. It's relatable characters and they give you hope. Of course, of course. And I think this is what friends did for people around the world as well. So. Bless them. For sure. You did stinky poo, didn't you? Yeah. Stinky poo, yeah. Two days, was it? A day and a half and some poo. That's good. It must be buzz. I think the antibiotics messed her up, so... I'm glad we brought the medication. It seems much better. I feel like the medication made it worse. Uh, sorry. All right, cool. So that was friends. Indiana Jones started filming, bro. They say by the time this film is done, he's going to be 100 years old, bro. <laughs> I think 80. you mean 80, bro. <laughs> 100 years. But man, still 80. 80 years old, man. That's mad. That's wicked. He, he, you know, Indiana Jones will always remind me of Boromama. Yes. Yes, for sure. The yeah. hairstyle, the slick, yeah. the yeah. side pine, yeah, for sure. Harrison Ford, yeah, no, hundred percent agree, man. Um, yeah, may you rest in peace. But uh, yeah, eighty years old, he's still doing the thing. And same, the director from Logan. So hopefully that should be a great movie. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't take the same path and kill off Indiana Jones because that'll be emotional. But I if he does, that. then I'm sure it's gonna be done well. Um, but um, same thing as well, man. Definitely hoping the same thing. Uh, I'm looking. Forward it should be good. I mean, the last one was a bit, you know, everyone had their things and 
you know, it was it wasn't great, but hopefully this one can redeem it and finish off the the the, the set. I was gonna say trilogy, but whatever the five word is, uh, um, they can finish it off nicely, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to that. I just entered another competition because I want that hat. Got to be done. Uh, but uh, shit, man. Let's talk some DC stuff, bro. There's been a few DC things, bro. Oh, so um, next week in the UK. So they start filming next week in the UK. That's Indiana Jones. But let's jump on to DC stuff because we've got two major things that happened with DC this week. Uh, we got the uh, images for the new Shazam suit. Uh, Zachary, Le- Zachary Levi standing there looking in his aura of element. You know, he looks like he's done the weight training again and put himself back. They've taken the padding off the suit, it looks like. It looks like it's natural now. Yeah, like the Superman, the Man of Steel, Steel yeah. suit. I think it must be the same costume designer. I, I had nothing against the old one either. I like the first one, to be honest. But yeah, but this one's wicked as well. I mean, I hope they keep the white cape. Yeah, it kind of felt too big, the padding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fine, man. This is a superhero move, man. I love seeing that stuff, you know. If you're going to give me comic accurate uh, visionary, then I'm going to love it all day, man. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm looking forward to I, I know they've made the emblem a bit more smaller because before it was hard for him to bend because it was so okay. So it was stabbing him in the stomach, he said. So, or they took the plate off when he when he wanted to chill. So, I I think it looks good. It looks like Black Adam too. I can see what they've done to give it. You know, they're going to face off sooner or later. It's nice to see the suits looking similar. Uh, but I'm excited, man. Like you know, look, man. We went to the premiere of the first one. We got I got to meet the guys. I think me too. Me, me too, man. I met them too. <laughs> yeah, we met them as well. So it was nice to. Listen, there's one thing that DC and Warner Brothers do great, bro, is work with the fans, bro. Because mm-hmm. I tell you one thing out of my whole... Out of my whole time doing all of this stuff, bro, I cannot believe some of the stuff. Shout out to the Geek of Steel as well, because the Geek of Steel plays a big part. But then what we've done as well in the process, bro, there are some people I've met and I was never been like, what the hell, man? How the hell did this regular old Bengali dude from North London, you know when mum and dad share our photos, yeah? I'm like, yes, yes proud, proud games. Which which photo, which ones have they shared? They shared like some of the stuff like, you know, dad would share like the one with me and Michael J. Fox and stuff like that. Uh, the co-creator of Iron Man. So stuff like that, you know, you, you're like, oh, it's yeah. proud in a different way. Listen, when we were young, it was like, so-and-so got these grades. So-and-so's a good boy. So-and-so's going to be a doctor. Well, look at us now, bro. <laughs> we're not doctors and whatnot, but look at us, man. We're, we're, it's something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I could never believe it, man. I just saw Mark Strong again in Carilla DeVille, and we'll talk about that in a second. And I was like, I met him. He's awesome. Love the guy. I'm a fan because I met him. Like, I'll never forget meeting him. And then I, I didn't know what to say. I'm an awkward guy, but I'm a bit starstruck and whatnot. And all I just said was like, keep up the good work, man. And he was like, thank you, man. I was like, why is it like connection? <laughs> I didn't know what else to say, bro. But I've seen him in some old school English movies. He's played gangster movies and whatnot. And I'm just like, you, you keep up the good work, man. That's all I can say right. to him. Right. So like, they're going to do number two. I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Shazam kind of, I want to know the journey, man, because you've got the family now. It's going to be a family-orientated movie. First one was Wicked, bro, to this day. Like, even though when I watch it, I'm like, you know what? He smashed it, bro. It's fun. 
such a, a fun, fun movie. movie and i think the director that's taken it on has you know they they must like i'd love to be on that film set bro it must be so exciting bro like just to see them just crack up and have jokes but looking forward to that but then we got another big thing bro we've got the first image of michael keaton's batman and the emblem i know it's been updated a little bit i'm so excited to see this bro but it looked like the Batman Returns emblem. I don't know if it was updated. It looked like the Batman Returns one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the change... It is the Batman Returns. Yeah. It, it is the Batman Returns one, but the change is slightly. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see this, the, the Flash movie now. Because now what they did with the Zack Snyder, Justice League, making me actually like the guy, because before in the last movie, he was annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he played the most crucial part in the movie. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking when they cut that thing out. Sorry, hello, sorry, sorry. And Warner Brothers still didn't get it. Have you seen that meme? I said a meme that would crap me up, where it was like Warner Brothers, uh, um, Christopher Nolan explaining uh, in um, um, what's his new movie, Tenant, to Warner Brothers Studio, and they're like, "Yeah, we get it." And then uh, uh, um, uh, Snyder explaining the uh, Flash part and to Warner Brothers, then they're like. We don't get it. And, it, and <laughs> we all know Tenant is the most confusing thing in the world. But it's a funny meme. I, I, don't, I don't get it, man. I mean, listen, it, the, the thing looked awesome. There was blood on it. And I'm, I'm very curious about what that blood means. Does that mean there's someone's blood, his parents' blood, Robin's blood, Joker's blood? Whose blood is that? Um, yeah, it could be a what? Jam donut. He, he likes jam donut. So he must have been eating a donut and it fell on it. <laughs> you, really think, wait, you really think that could be a donut? He ate donuts. What do you mean he likes jam donuts? Like Batman likes jam. He was on the break. He was probably eating a jam donut, and the juice fell on it. And then they took a photo just to tease it. Wait, 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 wait. Where are you seeing this? Or are you just making this up? No, I'm making it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a jam donut. Jam donut. Like while they were filming, and it never know. The director was like, "Hold up, let me take a photo and share it with the world." Uh, you never know. It could be. But uh, no, excited to see where they take this movie. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I just want to see. I just want to see good, good, good content, good movies come out, so I can get excited. Like hell yeah, we get excited for everything that comes out, comic book related. So I'm happy to see this Flashpoint movie coming and what sort of story they're gonna put behind it. Because bro, the comic book is sick. The animation, oh my god, we're gonna get a movie. Tell me what you're gonna do, man. Who else is gonna be in this? You know what I mean? So I'm really excited to see that, Alara. Please, sorry. Why don't you go outside? All right, no, it's fine. She's still here. Uh, what else was there for? Well, on the DC front, I, I heard um, that they might push back the Batman because Warner Brothers don't like it and I'm, they think it's not great or whatever, some, something like that. And yeah. I don't mean to be bad, but you, wait, so you really released Justice League and you thought that was great and now you're commenting on the Batman. Maybe it's not great, I don't know, but... That's what I've been reading and whatnot, that they, they might be pushing back with Batman because Warner Brothers Studios are not happy. But I'm like, you guys were happy with Justice League, yeah? And you're not happy with this. What's the matter with you lot? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't trust their judgment, to be honest with you. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know who's running things there, man. They need to shut their fuck. It's true. It's like one of us. What are you doing? Just hire one comic book enthusiast like Jim Lee or something. I don't know. Zack Snyder or whoever to just be the Kevin Feige and just leave it all up to him. And stop getting involved. That's true. Him or her, sorry, whoever you pick. You look like you got tan. You're tired. 
Well, it looks like she's going to fall asleep on me. Okay, mm. Sorry, you can sleep. No problem. Mummy? Mummy? What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, her voice, man. Her voice is going because of all the coughing, man. Look, Sasa. Mm. Hey, Sasa. Sasa. So, Anna. Hello. Okay, go find mommy. You're going to make me drop off the chair. Be careful. All right, cool. Uh, All right, that was the DC one that happened. Um, give me a second, bro. Uh, go, go ahead, next piece. I think let's start talking about Donnie Yen and John Wick, bro. Exciting news. Oh, yeah. Very exciting news, man. Donnie Yen joining the John Wick universe. Well, I don't, know if, I don't even know if it's universe. But anyway, the John Wick franchise. That's going to be amazing. Donnie Yen. Oh man, I can't. I'm I'm so looking forward to what they're doing with Donnie. And I read something about he's gonna be like um, John Wick's old school friend or something. So it might be like that Halle Berry character, <clears throat> the character that Halle Berry played in um in part three. But Donnie Yen doing some cool gun shooting, choreographing martial arts. He's definitely got to do his triple kick or his jumping, jumping, turning back kick that he does. Um, but to see Donnie Yang in that in, in that franchise is awesome. In the last one, we saw a few of the guys from the uh, the Indonesian guys um, in, in in the raid and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then this one, and then we saw obviously Mark Dacascos. But Donnie Yen, ah, oh, that's big. That is great news. And Donnie Yang, such a great action martial art action star, man. Um, I'm, oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be sick. And you see movies like. Um, Oh man, it's in my head, but I've gone blank as I normally do. Um, oh, I've gone blank. But where Donnie Yen impl- implements his martial arts and MMA, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, all into into fight choreography, and this movie is big on on you know that gun tactical tactical gun shooting and martial arts, and I think Donnie Yen just the perfect guy for that because he can just I'm sure he's like a sponge and he just learns those things amazingly hopefully he goes to the tactical shooting ground and and learns that just the way uh, Keanu Reeves has Um, Flashpoint sorry the movie I was thinking about was Flashpoint with Donnie Yen where he was doing a lot of MMA and and stuff into a martial art movie his choreography is just so awesome so that's going to be big I'm so looking forward to that man let's see how they carry on let's see how John Wick 4 is going to be will they continue to a 5 we don't know, but I hope they just never stop because those movies are awesome. Um, but big, Donnie Yen. What do you think, Gibbs? Bro, excited. You know, there's another guy, one of my, another martial art hero, you know. I wish I got to meet, like, if there was anybody else to meet, like Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, out of those guys, to meet Donnie Yen, exciting, bro. I'm jealous, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm excited to see him in this movie, bro. Like, bro, listen, bro, he got hype in Blade. Oh, but Blade 2 is a wicked film, regardless. Blade 2 is a wicked film. He did one sword move, lose. Yeah. He did his triple kick. Yeah. At least. Movie and give him that basic scene, man. The guy is an international martial arts artist, man. Uh, You know, uh, his his type of his work, his 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 fighting skills, like the stuff we see on the screen, bro, is absolutely amazing. They implement that into the John Wick because. I think the story is is that he's like John Wick. They're, they're friends. They link up, kill some bad guys. Bro, sick. I'm excited. Should be good. Should be good. Can't, can't fucking... Like, I want to see more martial art movies coming out because 
it's a form that we that we absolutely love. You know what I mean? Yes, the superhero powers is amazing. But like Shang Chi trailer, Shang Chi trailer coming out, bro. Something happened because we're big fans of martial arts. Like I love seeing martial arts. I love seeing that that type of art shown on the screen. So I was, I'm still, I'm really excited for that, man. So to see, you know, Donnie Yen come and become a part of this, I'm excited to see that. Very excited to see that. Definitely. Uh, Can't wait. Yeah, well, let's talk about uh, Jupiter Legacy. Jupiter Legacy? Is that right? Yeah. But I watched the first episode. It does remind me of the CW show. I'm going to give it a go, but I'm kind of gutted, bro. They didn't even give that thing two weeks on Netflix, man. Shit got cancelled. Well, I was listening to Fat Man Beyond, and they said the first week it got like 700. No, no, no. I'm, I'm making that up. Anyway. It got a whole bunch of views and then it just dropped by the next week and it, the viewership just went completely down. I can't remember that they were talking about the guy who created it, but his universe, the Netflix is still invested in it, but they're going to make other spin-off things. This thing just didn't work out. Yeah, But they invested a lot of money. They spent two over 200 million on this show, bro, and it didn't work out for them. It, it wasn't great. I mean, okay, but I, I don't want to diss it, but I, I didn't enjoy it. And I tried to give it a go. I think I went five, six episodes. I, I should finish it off, but I, I, I'm not interested. I'm so bored and the fight scenes and the costumes and it just doesn't, with that much budget, I mean, come on, 200 million and that's what it looks like. And the fight choreography and all that stuff looks like the way it does, like a CW show. It, it, it's not great, man. I, I didn't enjoy it personally. Right. Um, I don't like, I'm going to give it a go still because I did like the first episode. Uh, but I'm going to continue watching it because uh, I didn't read the comic book, so I'm not sure where they're going off. But I just feel like when you're going to do... like, you, But the problem is, you know what it is, bro? This superhero shit is, like, oversaturated. It's oversaturated. And I feel like... I and I feel like... Ne- so, sorry to cut you. I feel like Netflix wanted a superhero franchise because they got nothing. Amazon's got the boys. Marvel's obviously got Marvel's. CW... Um, uh, HBO Max has obviously got the, the, you know what I mean? Each streaming service has got a genre of comic books. Amazon's also got the uh, uh, Invincible. Netflix, you know, had the Marvel things, but they're gone now, right? So I feel like they wanted a universe. And oh, I heard... You give me some side stories on Stranger Things. That's that yeah. the thing, man. Like, you guys invested in that. And I think Stranger Things is such a good property. Like... Yeah. Stick with that, man. That's your universe, man. Stick with that, man. What besides Netflix? Hey, praise, praise to Netflix, man. They give money to everyone to make content, to make content. So why not? Yeah. They tried. It didn't work out. They still got the content, and they still they're gonna make some side stories on it, um, some villain stories and all that sort of stuff. So I, I'm so basic that I can't remember the uh, creator's name or whatnot. I feel like I want to say Mark Miller. I don't know if that sounds right. That's right. And um, Mark Miller uh, Yeah. Yeah, so let's see, man. Let's see. I mean, it didn't work out. It is what it is. Some things do, some things don't. It is what it is. Be careful. Watch your foot. Watch your foot. Yeah, uh, some things, it happens, bro. It happens, man. What can you do? Uh, Alara, watch your fingers, please. But yeah, let's move on to... Yes, brother. Excuse me. Oh, I'm going to have a hamburger party today, man. Hamburger. Uh, hamburger. Uh, the loss. Where's that from? The loss. Have a hamburger. Um, uh, hot. hot shots. Hot shots part dukes. Remember, he wakes up from sleep. Oh, have a hamburger. 
that film was so bad. I mean, so good. I mean, but so bad in, in every, every other way. It was so funny, bro. Do you remember what it said about not alarms? Halam with the H. Halam, man. Bro, they really killed the Arabs on that one, bro. Hey, sus. Uh, uh, they did, they did, they did. Uh, but yeah, have a hamburger. I need to find that scene, bro. Because... But a beautiful man. Remember the woman when she was dressed as a... She, she had a moustache on and the guy was like, was a beautiful man. <laughs> the film was so wrong. <laughs> bro, I need to watch that again. It's been a while, actually. I need to find it and watch it. Then you started looking at Sylvester Stallone in that movie. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Sheen, right? He was kind of hench. I don't know if that was real or not, but I, I, I want to say it was real. And he looked hench. It was, it was, bro. He put bad tail on his body. He, he did shake. He went for the walk. It was the Rambo spoof anyway, right? Yeah, it was, it was. It was brilliant, bro. Such a good film. Classic. <laughs> I have to watch it. I've got it on DVD still, so I'm going to pop that on. I thought we had that on VHS, bro. I remember having that on VHS. <laughs> I feel like we stole it as well. Something, something's triggering in my head. As in, not stole it from a shop, stole it from someone. We borrowed it from someone and never gave it back. <laughs> I feel like there's something's in my head. Probably did, probably did. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I need to find Dad a VHS player, man. That's my next mission. Uh, but yeah, Cruella de Vil, bro. Cruella de... Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. What did you think, bro? I really enjoyed it. We watched it yesterday and... Um... You know, this is one of those Disney Plus, uh, Disney um, uh, premium films or whatever. And, uh, but I really enjoyed it. I really, I, so I don't remember her in the cartoons much, but the 101 Dalmatians, but I, all I remember was she was trying to kidnap the 101 dogs to make a coat, right? Yeah. And they do reference it in this movie, but she's trying to be a fashion designer, but it, it gets deep, like family issues, her mother, orphan, this sort of stuff. I'm, I don't want to spoil it, but it's very entertaining. It's very funny. Oh, not very funny, but it's, it's got humor, humor in it. Interesting. Yeah, because it, it done well. I think, again, I heard Mark Bernardin and the Fat Man Beyond guys talk about it, Kevin Smith, and they were saying that it got like 700 million people watched it on Disney+, Plus, right? And it made like 20, 40, 20 to 30 million on cinema. So in total, it, made a, it, it, it grossed with about, like, I don't know, 40, 50 million or something, which is a success, yeah. obviously. Really good. To um, them. So... But it was really good, but I, I was in from the beginning. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, um, this is a dragon or whatnot. I was yeah. in and they gave a different sort of characteristic to her. I mean, in the cartoon, obviously she was a complete villain, but in this she is, you know, a bit villainish, but she's also, you care for her. You have a story behind her. You have, you know, mother mother stuff and family stuff where you can, you can connect to her. And, yeah. and Emma Stone does a great job. And all the characters, it had Stingray from, I can't remember his name, but remember Stingray from Quiet Kid? Oh shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's in it. Yeah, he's in it. He's also, I've been seeing him in loads of stuff, man. Mark Strong is in it. That's what I'm saying. I saw Mark Strong's in it. Um, it was really, it was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. Emma Stone smashed it. Yeah, Emma Stone smashed it. Wicked. She's actually really good. Uh, it's the next one I need to check. I mean, this week was kind of, it's kind of hard. Uh, Lara's been ill. So for us to watch TV, it's been so exhausting. We've been hitting the bed like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock because just, trying to look after her work and then do all the everyday stuff. It, it, it's been the, the most challenging part of, she's been ill for almost three weeks, bro. So it's a challenging part of parenthood is when your kid's ill, that's the end of everything else for you. Uh, so that's mm. been tough. And I know I was supposed to jump on several other podcasts for people. I've had to cancel because I need to look after her. I, I can't have her screaming and shouting. 
today's the first day in almost three weeks. She seems better. She's still got a bit of a cough, but I watched TV. But there are certain things I did catch up with. Modoc, because it's nice and short, it's easy. I, I watched on the phone. Forgot to put, forgot to put on the list. So funny. I love what they've done with this character. I, I like the, the dynamics they've put this character in. And I like where it's heading to. But bro, them little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, aliens was cracking me up, bro. And then they were like, party animals. Them, party animals. They just want to be the best at each other. It's hilarious, bro. That was brilliant. I love Modoc. Modoc. Uh, I love, again, again, this something easy to watch on Friday. It's only 20, 30 minutes and it's just fun. Funny all the way through and uh, easy watch. And um, I love it. I love it, man. Iron Man was on there again. You know, you know, those little things, they get you pumped. Yeah, no, it was, it was. It was that was actually really good. Uh, I watched, um, I heard Fat Man Beyond geek out about a show called Sweet Tooth. So I watched episode one today. Have you heard about that? I see it. Uh, it's the one it's that not bad. produced and his wife produced. Oh, uh, oh really? Wait, Robert Down Jr. and his wife produced? Is it based on a book? It's based on a DC comic book. Holy crap. Okay, okay, bro. I watched episode one because I saw them talking about it. They were geeking out about it. So like, let me watch what it is. And it wasn't too bad. I watched the first episode. I'm like, all right, you got me. I've got something I want to watch. I'm not going to say it was amazing straight away, but I was straight away in. And it's produced nice. It looks nice. It, you know, it's a different kind of fantasy story and whatnot, but, uh, and it has, a, you know, it's relatable because about, you know, the pandemic, a pandemic happened, all this sort of stuff, and then just hybrid kids and whatnot. But after I watched episode one, I was like, yeah, all right, I'm in, I'm going to watch it. So that's interesting. I had no idea Robert Downey Jr. was involved in that, and it was a DC comic. So brilliant. No, I'm looking forward to it. I've not read the comic book, but, uh, you know, you hear somebody like Robert D. Jr. Uh, on, you know, the production side of things and financing it and getting it together because he loves the story. It was something he wanted to do for his kids. You know, I want to watch it. But I love that sort of fantasy stuff, so I'm looking forward to that. So that was that. I, I haven't seen it yet. I need to see that. Then there was The Mighty Ducks. I still need to watch the last episode, so... I finished that. ...towards the last bit. And Emilio Estevez, I feel like he's a bit reserved as this character, but I think in the next one, we're going to start to see him shine a little bit more. I want him to do more of these because I love... I love knowing that there's a universe created for each of these things, bro. Like, from 20 years ago, 25 years ago, movies that you never think have its own spin-offs, you know what I mean? So, and then I saw Army of the Dead, bro. Oh, you finally saw it? Really good, bro. I'm not big into, like, The Walking Dead and zombie films and horror films and stuff like that. But when Zack Snyder is attached to a project like this, and I remember watching the original Dawn of the Dead and how much he loved zombie movies, and he has his own mythology on it. Bro, that was sick, bro. Good action, funny at times, great scenery. I love what he did with the cinematography. Bro, if you watch his documentary on how he made the film on Netflix, here's a guy who likes to create. He likes to have fun. He doesn't follow rules. Enjoy it, you know? He wants you to enjoy the movie because he enjoyed making the movie. You don't get that from some directors because they follow what the studio say, they follow, they basically shoot as bad as it sounds to say. And I hate using that terminology because everybody should be each to their own, but there are some things people just continue to do because they have to do it. Where this guy was having so much fun with this movie. I mean, there's some things in the movie that are a bit extreme, you know, but I like the fact that, you know, these zombies 
have started to create their own unit and they're smarter and you know damn they've been creating the dead you know what i mean uh the horse what about the horse and the tiger and all that stuff it's like it's it's different it's different it was amazing and batista is amazing it's a action flick you know it's a heist movie with zombies in it yeah for sure I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you watched it finally. I mean, Zack Snyder was amazing. And notice, did you notice the blurring technique he used so he allows you to focus on what? I guess he wanted you to focus. What's that? He used old cinema lenses with digital cameras to give it that depth of field, to have that creativity to it. Like, you know, Mm. have a handful of directors that like doing stuff like that and implement that into newer style movies. You know what I mean? I think it's a great move. I like the way it looked. I, I get bothered some people, but I've got to see it in a way where you either like it when you watch movies or you don't. If you want to experience different type of visuals and worlds, you've got to just dive in and enjoy it. I'm not going to question it. I'm not a critique myself. Again, our opinions, our views. It's just a good fun movie, man. I enjoyed it and I love what he did. And uh, the passion he has behind this sort of project. It's nice to see, bro. Nice. Definitely. And there was this whole thing about the pixel. Did you hear about the pixel thing? There was like a broken pixel in the movie. And Ash was telling me, Ashraf messaged me and he, after he watched the movie and he was like, gee, man, I'm a bit worried about the TV. The one that we just bought, bro, yeah? We spent like two Gs on it. And I was like, what? And he's like, there was a dead pixel and I'm just a bit concerned. I'm like, what? I'm like, we just bought the TV, man. It costs so much money. And he's like, but I've done a pixel test after and all this sort of stuff. It seemed fine. Then after he sends me a link saying that in the movie, something, I don't know what it was, something was up, but there was a dead pixel in the movie. So a lot of people noticed that. And first, just like Ash thought their TVs were messing up, but it was in the movie. I, but I don't have them kind of eyes. I watched the movie like an idiot and thought, I, I don't see that. I saw it. You didn't see it yourself. Ash. Ash's got eyes where he sees these things. I'm like, I don't know how he sees these things. I could never, I've never, I, I didn't even notice that. That's interesting. But it was interesting what you guys said about, oh no, you're not supposed to eat that. Okay, all right. Enjoy it. Uh, the person who got replaced. Yeah, uh, what was his name? Uh, Delia, Chris Delia. Okay, let me just check this guy. because Who was he supposed to be? He was supposed to be, Dax was saying he was supposed to be the lady with the helicopter. So that's what Dax said. So Chris D'Elia, uh, Christopher William Elo, an American stand-up comedian, actor, writer, podcast host, is known for Alex Miller, sitcom. Oh, damn. So he got replaced by that woman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they did that, but I, I mean, I know him from like Rogan's podcast and all that sort of stuff. So I've seen him there and then I heard obviously about the the situation through Rogan's podcast and, and, and Brenda Sharp's podcast um, with the incident that he went through. But yeah, the fact that they changed it and apparently I think the lady who um, who took over said that she didn't even meet Batista or nothing, none of that. I'm not sure if that's real, real or fake, but I think she, they just shot her scenes and replaced him and the rest of them were not in the movie. Like, the rest of them didn't have to be there to reshoot. Really? I might be making that stuff up, but that's what I heard. That's mad. That's absolutely Technology, bro. I love it, right? They probably shot yep. in his garage like in his green lantern. And the yeah, mother- no. That's amazing. Amazing. Good yeah. job. I sh- yeah. 
I, I hope and, and and spoiler alert, they are going to obviously set up a part two, right? So yeah, you know, it's a shame that spoiler alert again. If you have not seen it, please do exit right now. But it's a shame that like um Batista and everyone died. Uh, literally everyone died, everyone except his daughter, really. But everyone died. But the character from Power, I forgot his name, but that dude, yeah, going to uh, Mexico City and he's going to F that up. So it looks like they're going to nuke Mexico City next. But um, it was, uh, I, I won a part two, so give it to me. I can't wait. Of course, of course. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I, think I saw Good Smile number two, bro. Who? Good Smile. Is it number two? Who's Good yeah. Khan? You know that Asian guy with the big beard? Hold on, let me check now. Asian guy with a big beard, man. Come on, there's loads of Asians with a big beard. Have they already decided they're making a part two? Like, they got a cast list already. We've done it, man. Hold on. Silence. Yeah, Army of the Dead prequel. Or oh, is it a prequel they're making? Yeah. And it's got... I know, it's, it's, it's shot here by it's on Zack Snyder's... Uh, it's on his uh, page. Oh, see, okay, okay. It's got a prequel to the movie and it's about the, the lock picker. Ah, yeah, he was funny. He was yeah. good. Okay, okay. But that means will it have zombies if it's a prequel? It's a prequel. We'll find out. It looks interesting. Okay, cool. Interesting. Well, I want more. Zack Snyder's awesome, and I want more of his stuff. Same it. Same it. Definitely. Definitely. Without. I watched the new. Uh, I was going to say Thor. Saw movie with uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, I watched that one uh, the other day as well. Not too bad. It's okay. Very gruesome as usual. Chris Rock's into horror movie, horror movies and thriller movies. I didn't know that. Uh, until an interview I saw, but he's big into that and he wanted to make this one and uh, it's not bad, you know. I, I haven't seen all the other 15 other Saw in the movies they made except the first one, but um, this was... I I saw Chris Rock, I saw Samuel Jackson and I was like, yeah, why not give it a go? And it was pretty good. I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen that yet. That's one scene. We're supposed it's to jokes that this week, so we didn't, I didn't get the chance because I Lara. So I'm going <laughs> to next week. I don't know what I'm going to watch, but... I want to watch a, a quiet place or I'm going to watch The Conjuring 3. I, I saw The Quiet Place in cinema too, so I think I might do that. I don't think I've seen the first one, so I might watch the first one at home and then go watch the second one in cinema because I haven't been in a while either. Yeah. So I'm but do- Loki starts on Wednesday. Oh my God, bro. Next week's podcast, we'll talk about Loki. Spoiler alert, saying it now. We're going to spoil the shit out of it every week. Bro, I can't wait, man. Marvel's back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see Loki. Uh, how many Wednesday. they say we're going to get? Like six, seven? I don't know. I have no idea. But I hope they are one hour long episodes and they give us loads because Definitely. this one's going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm, I, I, this, might, this might be the rumor uh, that we could start, but Thor is going to make a entrance somewhere. I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, How could you have a Loki movie without Thor? You'd be surprised. We could get anybody else, bro. You're talking about an ultimate Loki. Because the one that we followed the journey on the past 10 years is gone. This is an alternate Loki. This is going to be interesting, bro, because he doesn't have the same 
depth as the original Loki has. That is true. That is, and he's still a bad guy technically in this yeah. one. Yeah, he's still not. He doesn't turn into the Loki that we that almost became a good guy. He's still a bad guy. He still has bad intentions. Yeah. Um. He's still after power. He's still got a vengeance against Thor. Yeah. I mean, it, bro, it's gonna be interesting. According to him, his mother's still alive. You know, it's all before all of that, right? So, let's see, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be so sick. We might even see him. I don't even know. I don't even know what to expect, to be honest with you. I'm just so excited that Wednesday, I, at least we get it Wednesday, something to watch midweek, um, you know what I mean, during the week. So I'm looking forward to that. No, definitely. Me too, bro. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, let's do this, bro, man. I think uh, having another Marvel in the week is going to keep us excited, keep us fresh-minded and just... You know, till we get Black Widow and then the rest of it later on down the line. I mean, they hyped us up so much this week thinking we're going to get the trailer drop, but because it's a... I don't think it was them. I don't think it was them. Who them? Just people. Rumours, people, man. Oh, it's Tom Holland's birthday and people making theories, man. Just like Mephisto is going to show up in freaking WandaVision. No, it was just Tom Holland's birthday. Everybody was on it. Well, Ashraf sent me that trailer... And then as I press play, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And it's like, never going to let you back. Whatever that tune for. That's the most famous tune in the world now, bro. Because someone, someone decided to make a meme on it or a fake YouTube video and that's just going everywhere. That dude, bro, he must get bare royalties from that. Because when YouTube pick up on the algorithm on that, yeah, it'd be like, oh, it's got this man's tune on it. He gets that money, bro. But I like that tune now, but I'm not going to lie to you. But I can't remember the name of it, but I like that That's tune. That's never going to give you up. It's, it's the name of the song. Ashley Sutton. Big tune. Big yeah. tune. I don't care. It is. It is. It's one of those uh, guilty pleasure songs, isn't it? So most people don't Yeah, like. yeah. It's like... 100%. Scatman. My, my... Songs, bro. Oh, yeah. Scat. But I like those tunes. I don't care. You know, my, my... Day. Yeah. I, my guilty pleasure is always uh, uh, magic, magic radio station. When I'm in the UK, I'm driving around. I'm not even lying, bro. I always pull it on 105.4 magic. I always play that song from Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Oh, I love that tune. Bro, magic, driving at night with magic radio station is the best, bro. They play some old school tunes. They play some cool tunes. Uh, bro, I That's my favorite radio station, straight up. I don't care. No, same here, bro. Definitely is. One of mine as well. Definitely is. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for this week, bro. Uh, we went on for a long one, man. That was a good one. Good catch up. Uh, all right, man. It's a good catch up, man. Um, I haven't got, you know, the, the kids. Well, doesn't matter. Uh, they're all right. We've got a bit of an empty house, mum and dad. So, Where's mum and dad? Uh, mum is at a party, mosque party, her first mosque party after a year and a bit. Oh, that's great. She's vac- they're all vaccinated, isn't it? Yeah, they're all vaccinated. And then dad's amazing. A wedding with Ash. So we just gonna chill to the evening because Mon and Sarah are around, so we're gonna chill to the evening and then who who's who's here? Mon and Sarah. Yeah, you want to say hello? How did it yeah, how did they come? Did they drive? Did does Mon drive? Yes, they drive. Oh my god, you're killing right, me here. Oh, let's record, let's stop the recording. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I forgot I forgot off the podcast for a second. Yes, of course. All right, guys. Massive, massive, massive thank you as always. Thank you for supporting the channel and all the previous on the platforms. 
uh, we can't thank you enough, guys. It's absolutely awesome. Make sure you click on that like, subscribe, comment below, or any thoughts that you have that you want us to discuss. Uh, always thank you for you know your 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 devotion to our channel. It, it helps us dramatically. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm always going to be thankful, guys. So yeah, massive massive thank Absolutely. you for the next show, G man. Good to see you. But let me pass you on to the family. But uh, we'll catch all you right. guys soon. My love. Salute to all you people. Respect. Peace. Peace.